Hey everyone, please remember to do your part to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, including mouth, nose, and eyes. Cover your coughs and sneezes. If you don't feel well, monitor your symptoms and consult with your doctor. Social distancing is key, so please stay home. Looking for a social outlet? You can also send letters to Lubin at dm at dndraw.com right now. Also, there's a link in the description to our Discord server, where we love to hang out and chat with listeners. We are glad that we can stay connected in these times. We also hope our characters' adventures provide a fun gateway and are glad you are joining us on the journey. And we especially want to thank our Adventurer tier and above patrons for their support this month. So thank you, a Linux fan, Feral Joe, Grimfuse, Naked and Afraid, Mosiru, Shosuru Ajo, Mike C, Jeremy Kleinhans, Ryan Rea Vermet, and William McCracken. If you enjoy the adventures of our characters in Ostia and our show about the rules for 5th edition, you too can support us on Patreon. For just $1 a month, you can get exclusive content and updates. Higher tiers get DM's notes, bloopers from our episodes, and to add an item or NPC to a D&D or our episode. We are especially grateful to our producer tier patrons who listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. We want to give a special thanks to Christopher Reinert for serving as a producer on this episode. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Next week will be Rumble Squad, episode 35. Join us now for Serviceable Plots, episode 50. There's always a smaller demon. And with me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'll be playing Belinda Walsingham, the half-elf awakened mystic. Hi, this is Adam, and I will be playing Akiva Kanchu, the Shadar Kai Hexblade Warlock. Hi, I'm Jane, and I'm playing Nissa Turin, the gnome arcane trickster rogue. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm playing Scribner Shannon Whitecliffe, the human rogue fighter. Last time, the party continued to evade the undead demon lord as they flew through the rooms of the palace. Eventually setting up a diversion, they found a way to hide from Tenebris, thanks to the portal room and some clever misdirection. After taking some time to hide and recover, the party began planning how they should acquire the Blade of Tenebris, as they went to examine an image of a massive undead head that seemed to be in a place of worship. However, as the party hid, they learned that Bai, in the form of a beautiful fey woman, was in the palace with Tenebris, and convinced her to acquire the sword from him. After aiding the party, she gave the blade to Akiva, who felt a surge of energy flow through him from the weapon, as his patron, Shadarai, appeared behind him for all to see. So he doesn't look much different from when we met in Orenthal. I'll turn and say, Scriv, are you okay? I'm feeling a very complicated version of hatred right now. We'll let that settle for now. I apologize, he turns to you, Scriv, about your friend. I was simply asked to stop her, and I did so in the manner in which I, at the time, felt most appropriate. She is not dead. It being here, I kind of just motioned to the giant skeletal dragon and the fact that we're in the abyss. It's taught me anything. There's a lot of things between living and dead. 
She is alive. She is not undead. But things have changed. Not something to discuss here. And nothing to act on immediately. I imagine you both have business. What is Bai doing, and is there any recognition from Bai? Roll insight, Nissa. Ten. Her face looks passive as she is staring at Umbra. You two know each other? We met a long, long time ago. How are you? You go by Bai now, correct? She just has a slight smile. Yes, I have chosen the name Bai Agosto. He just nods slightly. I suppose should begin to start heading back to the other group soon. We can discuss more later if you wish. Bye, I thought you wanted five minutes. I did not care for that, dear. I had what I needed from the very moment I entered the castle. What was that you needed exactly? I'll simply say I needed a key. I have the key now. I thought there could be a way I could assist here. It seems I was right. Thank you. She raises a hand and lightly pats Scriv on the shoulder. I do suggest you get back to your group shortly before the ritual's completion. You won't have much time after Tenebris Falls. There'll still be demons in the castle, of course, but there are others bashing at the gates to his realm that would like to take it for themselves. Which means while his undead will be gone, many other demons will be taking their place. Thank you for the warning. For the warning and the assistance. Truly. Of course. Should our I, Umbra? I like both names. You may call me whichever you wish. You've grown fond of Umbra. Very well. I hope you feel better. Oh, I do, Akiva. I very much do. We'll have much to discuss, but perhaps not in the abyss is the best place to have a long heart-to-heart. I think so, too. You okay, Scruff? Look over to Bai. When will you be back in Orenthal? Or are you going to be going around and settling other deals? I'm assuming we'll see you again when you need something. Or when you need something, dear. You always hold up your end of the bargain, huh? Every time. I should be back in Orenthal to recover from my own ordeals here in the Abyss. Feel free to come visit me. Will you look as young and fresh as you do now? I will look the way I choose to look, dear. This is a form Tenebris knew me by, one he's more comfortable with. Just being a kindly old woman while in Orenthal is, well, you draw a little less attention than a fey-looking figure. Because truly, anyone can find you, not just those you wish to find you. Yes, dear. It would be such a terrible thing for my enemies to just wind up at my doorstep. Uh, Belinda, by about this point, you get a sending message. There's about 15 minutes left in the ritual. Forces are gathering against us, however. Well, we must be going. <laughs> um, I'll reply to the message. We are on our way. We have everything we need. Give a quiet bow to bye and start going up the staircase. Um, I'm going to say, so, uh, Umbra, are you continuing with us in this form? Umbra almost seems to be coming from Akiva's own shadows, by the way. I'll always be around. I should probably, though, be a little less conspicuous. I'll return to my normal domain for now. We'll talk later. And he seems to recede, and Akiva's shadow just seems to be like Akiva again. I assume you have a way of getting out yourself. Bye. Of course, dear. The ethereal plane is simply 
a step away, and she vanishes from sight. Scriv is just done with all these supernatural, super powerful entities. Guys, I just want to go home. So Akiva's going to go off to Scriv. That can't have been fun for you. How are you doing? Like I said, it's very complicated. Because she is a caged tiger, and Umbra is a danger to everyone. We don't know that for sure. He's a danger to me, at least. I think you'll be safe. Anyways, Akiva, you have a new sword. I assume new things. Uh, lots of new things. We'll deal with it later. Let's go. <laughs> Hopefully I don't have to use them. Okay. So you scurry along, get to the grand staircase, take a little bit of time to start to head down, but make it to the base floor as you see a small swarm of various undead and deathlocks just outside of the uh, entertainment room. As you watch, you notice a magic missile spell slam into one of them to knock them down. Uh, you round the corner to peer inside and see first Constable Marsk pin one deathlock with her shield and hack at another. You notice a few of the spellcasters uh, casting various fire and cold spells at some of the deathlocks in a corner. You notice the dwarves of the Thessun kingdom creating like a small uh, shield wall against a few of the other casters. And in the back, behind a, a the large couch that you uh, that was in the room, you do see Darwin holding a scepter uh, above his head as he is finishing an incantation. One of the Mauretsi starts to lumber towards him as uh, Sildan leaps over Darwin and just decapitates the demon in one quick swing and stabs at another deathlock that's trying to sneak up behind. Both seem to just deteriorate in a flash of light. And as Darwin seems to finish an incantation, his scepter slams down onto the ground. You all hear a crack and every undead in the room stops and falls to the ground. There's a deep breath from Darwin as he like catches himself on the couch and you see he looks wiped out and scans the room for a second. Uh, Zinevere seems to notice you first. You see she's like clutching her arm slightly and there seems to be blood dripping from uh, a wound she obtained, but she's overall okay. Do you need some healing? If you have any to spare, that would be appreciated. Thank you. So you put a hand uh, towards her, her arm and the wound seems to seal and stop bleeding and she heals up a little bit darvin is uh partially being uh supported by sildan we should go now and you see the elven figure from earlier that is the traversal expert head up to the wall behind as he casts another spell and creates a tunnel in the wall can i help sildan or darvin yeah you can go and help support darvin up is the mean here I mean, looks wounded, but overall okay. Everyone looks like they've taken some hits here. Are we sure it's done? That he's never coming back? I'm confident that it is done. He gestures towards the, the various undead around him. In fact, if uh, my assumptions are correct, the castle itself will begin to deteriorate over time. So that's why I suggest we get a move on. The realm itself is held up by his will. If he has no will... The realm collapses. Yes, we're we're all ready to go. Yeah. I would like to lend a shoulder to anybody else who needs it. So he kind of like struggles to, to get up and get going and crawl through the, the tunnel that was created. You all proceed out. You notice the walls don't react around you anymore. 
Previously, like the bone-like hands seem to protrude to try and grab you. But as you are exiting the castle, nothing happens. So you continue on, head up towards the uh, exterior wall of the castle and Darwin just, we should proceed beyond. There's usually protective magics against most teleportation spells out of the domain of a demon lord that last for beyond their death. Okay, so we go. So you continue, make your way towards the main gate. Uh, As you notice, a couple of deathlocks, but are lifeless and unmoving on the ground, like they were stationed as guards. Proceed through the main gates, head across the drawbridge, and out towards the city of Zudreth. You hear in the distance, somewhere in the city, a large commotion heading in your direction. And everyone seems to be hurrying to get away from the castle as Zinavir is coming up. All right, well, let us get the ones with the information out first, shall we? She gathers all of you together. Everyone, hold on. We do as instructed, for sure. Sildan goes with you to help assist with Darvin, and uh, one of the dwarves from the Thesson Kingdom also comes up, and uh, the half-dwarf, actually, that comes up and clasps hands with all of you, so as many can get out as possible. Yeah. So she rings a different tuning fork. Um, You see another group over to the side actually ring a similar tuning fork with a pleasant sound for all but Akiva. It doesn't sound bad, it just sounds weird to you, Akiva. Yeah. And you all feel yourselves stretched and pulled, and the air return to your lungs as you are standing in the receiving room of the Nathandam estate. Immediately upon arrival, you see several of the uh, wizards of the Staff Federation and other figures start to cast spells immediately and just kind of seem to check all of you over. Ah. No demons in disguise. One thing, uh, Scriv, that you notice that's slightly odd, while the various casters are standing back and then casting their own spells, a few figures uh, that were wearing leather armor to have thin blades all seem to tap a ring to their belts and then step right up next to all of you and just look towards all of you. When nothing seems to change, they move towards the other group, hands very much ready on their blades. When that happens, Scriv, you feel a protective measure from you drop for a moment. And when they step back away, you feel protected again. The same feeling of protection you got from the Death Ward, as if it was down for a moment and then came back up. Okay. I will make sure to go stand over by Akiva, uh, just in case anything comes up. <laughs> they do look closely at you, Akiva. Hello, I'm a Death Elf. How's it going? Don't have my mask on. I'm a weirdo. It seems like that you being a death elf is not what they're looking for. So they step back and Darwin just kind of tries to stand up a little bit straighter. Thank you, all of you. Please rest, take a room in my home, recover if you wish. We will have food brought for those that wish. And you all, by the way, now feel like your chest hurt from the, the struggle you've had over the thin oxygen in the abyss. But now they feel more full, like you're actually taking real breaths for the first time in the past nine to ten hours. There's no oppressive weight, no extreme heat. You're back home. I peel off my goggles. Sweaty, there's dust, there's grime. Anybody else want to just take a bath and then sleep for a week? I'm okay with that idea. 
Darwin goes, we, we have baths um, in the estate, if you wish. Please, all of you, feel free. You've done a tremendous service for the Empire. Thank you. I'd like to shake Darwin's hand. He'll shake your hand. I don't say anything. Thank you. And good work. We'll debrief tomorrow. People will want to know specifics. I'm sure your mother included. She will be at the debrief. I, I must rest. I am beyond spent. And he is escorted uh, by Sildan and Constable Marsk out of the room. Uh, you are all offered various foods, beds if you wish, baths, and other such luxuries. And now, a brief message from Leuven. Hi, I'm Leuven Cromdell. It goes without saying that I love partying and meeting new people. And, like most adventurers, I also have the good fortune of perfect health. But for the sake of those of us who are more vulnerable to COVID-19, I'm committing to social distancing as much as possible until this crisis has passed. I hope you'll join me and become my pen pal in the meantime. Just, you know, please don't lick the envelope. Thanks. Hey, this is Nick, the player for Leuven Cromdell. During these troubled times, we here at D&D Raw are keenly aware of the importance of entertainment media to help all of us get through. It is in this spirit that we're expanding the Nebrasol network to include sending spells through electronic mail. Would you like to write a letter to Leuven? Well, now you can. Please address your letter to dm at dndraw.com, and Tony will make sure your message gets where it needs to go. Thank you. You guys want to stay here and recover? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Nissa, I can tell by your face, you definitely agree. I'll sidle up to Nissa. I don't think they'd be missing any silverware. I like the way you think. <laughs> Literally stealing from the clergy. Have you seen how much stuff this guy has? <laughs> A couple things of silverware isn't gonna matter to them. I thought the religious types were supposed to help us, Lolian Paul. Exactly. Hello? Nobody's being attacked by demons. Until the next one comes along and takes his place. Mm-hmm. There's always a bigger demon. No, there's always a smaller demon. That's how it works. They work their way up, not down. You haven't spent a bunch of time in the Shadowfell. You'd be surprised. One night, come on, just... I pull out my Cataclysm set and just start setting up a board. I'll sit down, actually, across from Scriv. I know we haven't played in a while um, because of events taking place. Would you be comfortable with playing against me again? Do you want Draconic Side or Orenthal? I'll let you pick. I promise not to use Lazarus. Yeah, I was gonna say, you, stay out of this. <laughs> you can at least make sure that we're playing by Orenthal rules, okay? <laughs> so as we're playing, just do you feel any different? A bit more powerful, I would say. I think the main- I, I definitely have a couple more tricks up my sleeve that I think will come in handy for us. Combat capability is fine. How do you feel? I feel normal. I think the change would have been mostly to Umbra. Okay. Dragon's Rush. Oh! Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> well, yeah, he could do that, but... Uh. <laughs> so, while they are playing... You see, by the way, the various other companions you had, part of the defensive team, are just about some of them eating, some of them uh, being tended to. So, Nissa, what do you do for fun? You mean sneaking around the abyss and stabbing people isn't fun? I usually do paperwork, so... You really need to get out more. Have I not been as out as possible? This was, like, maximally out of, like, my plane of existence. This this is true. Yeah. How are you holding up? I find 
job got done. Um, every job got done. Promises were made and kept. Everyone's still alive. Or elsewhere. In a better state than being alive. So, yeah. Are you going to ditch us? I wouldn't blame you. I mean, I can if you want. <laughs> no, I just know you were highly motivated to make sure Tenebris was, you know, out of the picture forever and it's done. True. Yeah. You guys seem like you have <laughs> a lot to do. A lot of goals. So if you need the continued help, I'm happy to give it. Because the money's good, right? Yeah, pretty much. While this is happening, you see Zolus arrives and just comes up to all of you. You all right? Hey, buddy. I got back as soon as they told me you had uh, returned. Is everyone okay? Yeah, Valen has um gone to be with his Deva. He didn't die. He was taken away. I wondered if that was uh, the euphemism you were using, but uh, taken away. I'm choosing to see it as a good thing. I think it was a good thing. Yeah. I think Akiva's okay. Akiva, are you okay? Don't know anymore. You're showing a lot of teeth. <laughs> That's a wide smile you got there, Akiva. I'm fine. All right. Glad you're all all right. So, coming to uh, enjoy Nathandom hospitality as he kind of like looks around. You training all right? I haven't had any complaints so far, so. One thing I'm really glad about is uh, I am not the royal cleric right now. I know you want to keep it that way. Yes, please. Gives me a little bit more freedom to move about, you know, by myself if I want to. Not with about 30 guards. You're not going to join us? We have so much fun together. He's kind of like looking all of you up and down and the various like dust and... I think he also wants to stay alive. Yeah, I'm always looking for adventure, but I'm a little stuck here right now. You know, whatever comes my way. No, I think we should get something to eat. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Did you lose already? It was close. Okay. Yes, I forgot that that was even an option, but whatever. I only lost in like the first 15 turns. It's what happens when you just use all-in moves. Akiva always doubles down. Okay. After we get food, you, me, and I'm pointing over at uh, Lazarus. We're having a rematch. Does a little circle on like Akiva's shoulder. Yeah, we should definitely go eat. Y yeah, let's let's eat something. And uh, you can tell me all about uh, what happened. I want stories. Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll tell you about how we went around opening and closing doors for a while. <laughs> Stole a bunch of books. Climbed through any tunnels? No climbing. Thank goodness. I got trapped in a mirror. That story I need to hear. New rule. Uh, mirrors, not even once. I stuck my head in a weird device. We'll have to talk about that in a second. Yeah, we don't even know what that meant. Yeah, you might have a better chance of figuring it out than me. Maybe Zolus will have some insight. That, um, conversation Nissa absorbed? Oh. I don't know what the right word is. From the fog? Yeah. I'm sorry, there's just been a lot that's been going on, and... Whew. So what happened here? What'd we miss? You had a bunch of Staff Federation and others... Just watching and waiting since this area was currently being unprotected by various magics that stop teleportation and travel like that. Magics being lifted from the area, um, they just kind of hung around for a while since, I mean, they in general knew it was going to be eight or so hours, but... Right, yeah, because they detect that. By the way, do you have any pull with the Staff Federation? Personally? No, I don't, but... 
I'm sure everything you've done here, you probably have more pull with the Staff Federation than I do. Okay. You literally just went to kill a demon lord? Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're worried about, Akiva. We'll we'll take care of it. Sorry, it's been a lot to process. We might not be in our most clear-headed state at this point. No, sleep would be good. And food. Remember we talked about food? You need to start with food first. Let's go to the food. Right, yeah. Who's here? Who's here that we don't know is here? Zinevere is still around. Uh, she seems to be speaking with uh, Elena Serpenthelm. Olga Marsh seems to be talking to Sildan. The Thessan Kingdom representatives and the Salonan representatives seem to kind of be in their own groupings. All of the Thessan Kingdom representatives are at the table just eating. And drinking? Yep. Not super heavily, but definitely like... Dwarven drinking. Filling their bellies. <laughs> and you see various other guards and staff federation and seems uh, some servants of the Nathandam household moving about. Darvin is not here, as he is off recovering. I kind of want to go check on Darvin. Can I ask? You can go up one of the, the staff and just allow me to go see if uh, if the Dawn Herald is prepared to see any visitors at this time. Appreciated. I mean, I'll go and like chit chat with Zidabir in the middle in the meantime and, you know. Uh, she'll comment that Horjan's been like obsessed with finding more information about whatever it was you gave him. Mm-hmm. We got stuff about that. I'm surprised, Nissa. Well, because I don't know if you recall, but the half dwarf from the Thessan Kingdom does have symbols of Arleos on him. I'm going to wait a while and see how much he's drinking and then, you know, maybe maybe pick a pocket or two. I'll be your lookout. Yeah. So, perception checks. Um, so I'll wait for the dark. I'll chat with Zinevere. Is Scriv just like hanging by himself like... I mean, Zolus is like asking for stories. Okay, so Scriv's sharing information with Zolus. Yeah, he's doing his best Canathar impression. Like a mixture of Canathar and Bastan with flourishes of storytelling. I don't know if you wanted me to make a, like, performance check or something. Do you want to make a performance check? <laughs> sure. So, first, perception check from Akiva. 15. It's on point. He's watching everything. Head turns to the left. Head turns to the right. Path is clear. We're good. Nissa, you're watching him. You're not sure if he's drank a lot yet or not. Scriv? Three. You never saw the giddy jogger troll. It's the giddy jogger troll. And yet, you're suddenly reminded of Akiva's performance, you know, a few days back, that was supposed to be Bistan? I think I'm using the wrong source material. I'm gonna grab Zolus's drink and just down the entire drink alongside my drink. I just... Make a con saving throw. Six. Looking for the the eject button out of this conversation. I mean, you do eject. Oh, no! Oh, no! Zolus. No! No, just the table. <laughs> So if you chug it and it is so strong, it hits the back of your throat and instinctively your body says you're being poisoned and you throw up. Great. I can never live in the city ever. I'm going to do that thing you do at a party where you're going up to talk to someone and you see that the conversation has gone sideways and you quickly divert at the last second and don't, you're like, disengage and run away to talk to somebody else. <laughs> All I've done is throw up in front of the most important and wealthy people. In Orenthal. I didn't want to stay in the city anyway. Zolus is kind of like rubbing your back a little bit. What was in that? Stronger stuff than clearly you're used to, kid. Never again. Good idea. I'll walk up and say, this is why I don't drink. I'm starting to learn that. But also, the Dawn Herald wasn't here. 
so not a worst case scenario. So he'll only have to go off of hearsay. Several of the uh, servants are coming up and starting to clean things. I'm so sorry. Is there a servant here we recognize? The woman who let us in Mm -hmm. before? Can I talk to her real quick? Yeah. Uh, Amelia Ridingham. You see her, she is. Yes. This was an awkward social uh, faux pas that occurred. Can you make sure that no one speaks about this? I will speak with the others. It will be no problem. I appreciate that. Of course. I have been informed the the Dawn Herald would see you. I appreciate that. Uh, Scroof? Yes. Belinda's leaving a key for now's the time. Let's go. We're going to go speak to the Dawn Herald. Okay, have fun. He's awake? Uh, he is for the present time, yes. He was given some food and is uh, recovering before he rests for the evening. Yeah, let's, let's go talk with him. Please. And she will gesture for you to follow her. All right, we follow her and we leave these two rascals <laughs> unattended. So rascals. <laughs> what you up to? Akiva, Akiva. Yeah. What am I going out to help? <laughs> There's too many things. Well, it's the shiniest. Everything. I've never done this before, man. What do you want to take? And I'll try and lift it. You look for something. Can I look around? You notice several goblets that seem to have some gold inlay to them. Uh, every plate has like this almost dawn motif to it, where the upper half has like little uh, kind of jagged uh, points to indicate like a sun on a horizon. What do the napkins look like? They are folded, uh, have a little bit of like orange and uh, red to them in various uh, designs of, again, the rising sun. <laughs> We're going for the napkins. I've never done this before, man. I don't know what I'm looking for. You need lessons on what counts as shinies. But okay, I'll go after a napkin. Make a sleight of hand check. 25. You walk up, get up to the table, look around. Napkin's in your hand. Look around again. Servants are bustling about. Start to walk away. Grab another napkin. Keep moving. You look over your shoulder. See one of the servants put more napkins out on the table. We had to start somewhere. You do notice napkins are uh, embroidered. Symbol of uh, the Nathanum household. See the crest of a shield with a sun in the center? Seems to be on every napkin. Good napkins. I, I slipped them to Akiva. The half dwarf, was it? With the plate with the Alio symbol on it? Can I use minor illusion and try and change the symbol on his armor? Maybe to a symbol of a deity he really would not go for? First, roll religion. 19. Uh, I mean, if you want, like, pure hate, he hates Archon. But if you're not going for pure hate, You'd have heard of the gnomish god Arasil loves planking pranks on Arleos. I mean, in good fun, but oh my gosh, he has misplaced his sword sometimes. Occasionally, like, his shield is just, like, frozen in ice for some reason. That one. (laughs) Let's go that one. (laughs) And he always seems to get away with it. He never seems to have any, like, issues. So if I ever follow a deity, I'm hearing that's the one. He is literally the gnomish god of invention and luck. Wow, that sounds right up your alley. Uh, Nissa, roll slide of hand real quick for me. Twelve. You release this minor illusion. You see the other two dwarves have definitely drank too much, and they're just like, When'd you change your armor? Why do you have the said that the the the, the, the lizard te- what what? The half dwarf though looks down and looks right up at you. So you can go now. Can I? Gets up out of his chair. Starts to come towards you. I'll sidle up to Nissa. 
we should bail. And then I'll silent image, a puff of smoke. <laughs> Make stealth checks. Six. 27. When the silent image smoke clears, you just initially hear someone trip and clang, clang, clang. <laughs> as Akiva has caught his foot on a chair trying to get under the table and have fallen and <laughs> caught the edge of the table. <laughs> Nissa is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Nissa, you found the perfect way to put your arms on either end underneath the table and hold yourself up. <laughs> Akiva, you look back up at the half-dwarf. He just shakes his head and walks away. <laughs> Jumping over to Belinda and Scriv, you are escorted down various hallways with other religious iconography on the walls. Some small artifacts that Scriv, you do occasionally recognize. But you do arrive at a very elaborate bedroom. Uh, I think, like, I picture overall, like, Versailles, like, the king's bedchamber type of deal. So much gold filigree. <laughs> yes. Very elaborate desk and, and chairs and this, like, four-poster bed that's massive and covered in orange and yellows and reds and just gold filigree across the posts and servants kind of coming back and forth to offer things to the Dawn Herald, who is currently lying in bed. And as you are entering the room, you just, just leave me alone. I'm fine. There is one figure, older man, uh, kind of graying hair, goatee with short, uh, shaved on both sides. Like the hint of still uh, some auburn in his uh, graying to white hair. Son, you have done a great work. Just let the servants tend to you. I was like, Father, I have told you, go to bed. I want to go to bed. Just go to bed. We need to discuss with the... As you enter the room, he... Ah, are these some of the um, individuals who assisted you? Belinda Walsingham. Oh, and he immediately walks up to you, Belinda. Uh, you must be uh, General Walsingham's daughter. A pleasure. And he extends a hand to shake yours. Yes, it's uh, wonderful to meet you. And uh, thank you for your, your your wonderful service in assisting my son through his endeavor. Great help to defend him against these hordes of fiends and undead. We played a very small part. Oh, he's too modest. The daughter of General Walsingham is, well, a name that should be known. I prefer to just work quietly behind the scenes. You know, I'm sure you understand. I understand the need for discretion, of course, of course. Uh, well, please, you wish to uh, speak with my son, I assume. We did have some things to discuss. From the bed, you just hear, Father, we will discuss things in the morning. I am exhausted because I went to the abyss to kill a demon lord while you enjoyed your afternoon. Just kind of looks back and, I apologize, he's really just unruly when... He's in this state much better early in the morning. You know how it is. Anyways, I will leave you to your discussions. I have other business to attend to. Lady Walsingham uh, did not look at Scriv once. Nope. That has its own advantages. So, uh, Darvin, Scriv really hadn't met any proper uh, courtiers until um, this moment. So, <sighs> My father is very much the type to, well, increase his standing in the families. Hoping to uh, get above the ash glades at some point. In the affectation of his father. Well, 
Having my son be the royal cleric and slay a demon lord simply isn't enough. I must advance up the ranks. Oh, he wants to talk about how we'll make the announcement to the other nobles, make appeals to the royal court, and discuss such things. So many expectations that I have for you, son. Please, just listen to Letters dear Letters must be written, and- Why do you tolerate this guy? You have more power than him. Pure power, yes. Influence, not as much. Just bar him entry. I do not have that level of influence yet. I'm young. I have power. Actual, real power. My father has no divine gifts or arcane talents. He just knows who to talk to. However, with your help and with the help of the allies in the other room, we accomplished the task of defeating a demon lord, not my father. That gives me influence. That's what I'm saying. You hold the cards now. I mean... It depends on how much people know that this impacts things here. It's not like people knew that Tenebris' cults were infiltrating everywhere around here. The people of Orenthal will know very little. The royal court and the other noble families will learn. Orenthal in general will want to keep the, the full details quiet. Hand signal? Sure. Do we mention the stone wars? Not yet. Let's keep that for ourselves. Part of it is the Ashglades bring in a lot of money to the empire because they constantly promote merchants and bring in trade and that tends to be a little bit more focused but eliminating an entire massive threat to the empire will definitely give me much more influence and i hope once his royal highness learns of the success of our endeavors with whatever it was you've were able to recover processes can be slow in orenthal but it shouldn't be too long. I thought it made sense that we could give you the quick rundown on what we found. He kind of sits up a little bit in bed. And you see, like, he is very tired, but that kind of perks him up a little bit. Yes. Um, what did you learn? I give him the rundown on what we found out about uh, the information on Adar. He seems very intrigued by that. And maybe, uh, Scrip, if you could give him just the rundown on the, the books we found. I give him a high-level overview of an ancient civilization that hasn't been recorded in any of our written history, and how it may tie into Tenebris. Do you feel that this this empire, the lack of information, does Tenebris potentially believe that Adar erased the information on this empire, or tried to? Unclear. The implications of a god of knowledge hiding knowledge is chilling. Adar is not one to care whether some knowledge is hidden. Yes, he wants people to learn and to grow, but overall- Information has power. Certain information is dangerous, and from all- uh, from what I know of Adar, at least, certain information should not be shared, and he is well aware. I think we want to start searching some of these locations. There's an organized effort to suppress all this information. That's why the books are missing. And if somebody thinks that they're following the will of Adar and covering everything up... So you think someone who's taking these books is following the will of Adar? It's possible. Or it's part of some deeper, insidious conspiracy. I don't know. It's all conjecture. I think it all has to do with why the deities are gone. That's the big question we're trying to answer. You think something Adar did then? Or knows. Okay. Well, Tenebris then seemed to believe that Adar was... Hiding somewhere? Yes. Okay. The various places you describe are all over the place. One of them, 
even well if you go to solana there are individuals there thoven recorded all of his journeys to to the Kasim desert there are ruins there well there are ruins everywhere but they may have more information for you about what's out there notice that was there's places in the wildlands that could be we don't have to make any decisions tonight about what happens next. We just wanted to make sure you had the information first, since that's what you gave us as a task to complete. I appreciate it. Well, as part of our deal in all of this, you have first crack at all the information. I would simply like anything you find out to report to me first. We'll make sure you find out everything. Yeah, Tenebris is a major threat that we've removed. I'm sure we'll be hearing in the next couple of days the various cults and random undead that seem to be lying about powerless. But it leaves a power vacuum. It does. As long as it stays in the abyss, I don't care. Demons will always be fighting for power over other demons. Yeah, I guess. Okay, we have a direction. Adar did something. And there's places to search. That's a good start. Please feel free to take advantage of my library still. It's at your disposal when researching these texts. And kind of shifts a little bit. Like, as he still seems, like, wiped out. And any additional help I can do, if it's within my power, I will do so. Not to be offensive, but we're doing better than you are right now. Just because I have no more spells right now at my disposal doesn't... Okay, it kind of, like, winces a little bit as he tries to sit up straighter. Fair point, never mind. No, we appreciate the offer of help, but you take care of yourself, too. It's mostly exhaustion. I should be fine over the next couple of days. Uh, Just as the information... But what we accomplish spreads, I will have more I can be able to give. I look forward to hearing what that sounds like, but for now, you should rest. Thank you. Please feel free to take advantage of the Nathandom hospitality. Will do. We'll see ourselves out. Anything else you guys want to do over the course of this evening? I would want to spend some time with Belinda getting our story straight for the report to General Walsingham. Yeah. We come back and we're like, oh... Everyone is gone, and they just poke out from under the table. Actually, Nissa pokes out from under the table. You clearly see Akiva trying to hide behind some curtains. Akiva, we could see not just your feet, but like your shins, your arm, your sword. He needs to learn. Darn it, I was so stealthy. Eh, did we miss something important? We were just filling Darvin in on the information. No. No. I just, I was fetching something I dropped, that's so. all. Stole napkins. You know I could tell you're lying, right? But I'm perfectly okay with letting it go as long as nothing major happened, right? I thought one of the napkins we stole. I took this. Took a dirty napkin? It's not dirty, is it? To wipe your face with? Yes. Yes, he he, yes. Yeah, he needed to wipe his face. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. You know, you could just ask for napkins. Not my soup, not my onions. I am walking away. What is happening right now? Zinevere walks uh, over to you, by the way, by about this point, Belinda. Well, uh, let's just say everyone relieves stress in different ways. I do paperwork. I'll sidle up to Nissa. They're onto us again. Bail! (laughs) 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 Yes! Dispel magic. No! Zinevere. And just, please. I'd apologize, but I feel like that doesn't change anything. So um... No, no. I, I would say... Youth amuse me, but I'm fairly certain he is well over my age. Waves. He's had little life experience. He's material plain youthful, okay? Belinda, it was a pleasure to work with you. Sorry under such extreme circumstances. 
No, it was nice work with you too. You're always such a consummate professional. How's your arm doing? Oh, much better now. Thank you. Took a nasty gash by one of those Maretsi. You're fine despite the Maretsi bite? Yes. I had one of the Thessan Kingdom uh, allies perform a restoration on my arm. Okay. Healing magic is a wonderful thing. Helps much with various diseases that those entities carry. I think we maybe we should call it a night. That sounds like a good idea. Agreed. I am quite spent. And she will leave the room and go retire for the evening. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules as Written, or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Until next time. Thank you.